I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the Board of Supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My fellow Americans, it is time to take our freedom back. Getting used to doing this without the years is kind of different, huh? It is, yeah. You miss hearing your voice with those on, don't you? <laughs> I do. It's, it's like the God voice, you know? It, it makes it sound really sexy, man. Yeah. Barry White. Yeah. I'll start singing. <laughs> Shoot. Are you going to start making rap songs? <laughs> no, but I heard that, you know, we have a new rap artist here in Reading, you know? Maybe Jeremy will start Ernie's producing really them downstairs, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Jeremy, I'd offer him a... <laughs> Reproducing of an album. Can you imagine? Yeah. So we have a special guest here today, Tommy Carroll. Yes. You guys might have seen Tommy throughout the uh, coverage of the Zapata slash Pinkney slash everybody else trial um, over the last six months. Tommy is, was, is a bartender. Currently is, yeah. At Market Street Steakhouse. I still call it Market Street. I know it's a big barrel it's, now. It's you part know? of it, yeah. It's the same still, difference, yeah. yeah. And uh, which still is one of my favorite places to go eat. Um, so tell us a little bit about why you're here, Tommy. Yeah. I, I think it's people people want to understand, um, you know, what happened throughout the trial because they got tidbits, they got clips, right. snapshots throughout the trial. But as uh, as we're moving on here, we're sort of trying to put this thing together mm-hmm. to make sense of what the hell happened. Yeah, exactly. I, I got a question. How, yes, how do you guys, how do you guys know each other? Simply from uh, through the, the restaurant, through that, restaurant, through Market Street, yeah. So um, I don't know. I probably met you and Rebecca six months to a year ago, not too long ago. Yeah, um, probably about a year ago. Um, and that was our our relationship, if you will, was through the restaurant as customer to employee. But yeah, gotcha. 
Okay. I think there was a little bit of that speculation. I thought, oh, those are calls his buddies. I'll say whatever. Yeah. And I was going to say, among with people trying to figure out what was going on, I think there's a lot of misinformation as well. And that's part of why I wanted to come in just to. So I'm going to let you talk, man. And we're sort of just going to intervene and ask questions and interject when we can, you know, if we have any questions. But I'd love to hear your side of the story. Yeah, definitely. So um, I worked to preface the whole thing, I guess. I worked with, I've been at Market Street for approximately five years. Uh, I worked with Nathan for maybe a year, maybe. Um, And uh, we always had a fairly good relationship as far as um, work. I knew right from the beginning, I found out who he was and I knew we would have very opposite uh, beliefs, not only politically, but on a lot of stuff. But uh, he always kept it fairly, he kept it out of the workplace for the most part. So we always had a good working relationship. Um, And as time went on, I think he got more comfortable with, he had a little bit more of a platform now via social media and he was more comfortable with saying things that he felt he could get away with. And then, uh, and to be honest, I was pretty much out of the know as far as what was going on with you guys, um, or with, with you and Nathan, I should yeah, say. Yeah. And, uh, um, I didn't even know what was going on until that night. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that anything was going on. So we'll jump forward to that night. And, uh, I came in, showed up at work. Um, Scott Odell and Brennan Odell were both there. They were doing some paperwork and stuff out front. And when I got there, they were talking to Nathan and not verbatim, but, something along the lines of keep, you know, keep your outside life away from work. Um, keep it on social media. Don't bring it to work basically. Sure. And so I thought, okay, some, something new is going on. Um, cause I knew there had been a little bit in the past yeah. and, uh, we sort of been wrapping up, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's propaganda. If, if that's what you want to call exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Message. Cause and in fact, I mean, you guys were cordial for a while, yeah, well, um, fine. just cordial to say the least. And, uh, so I thought, okay, something, something's going on. And uh, sure enough, there was, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Like you said, it was ramping up. So I kind of got a little bit filled on what was going on. And I didn't, still didn't quite know the extent of, of how pissed off he was or whatever his deal was. Um, so not too long after I get to work, I don't remember exactly what time it was. I think it was probably 7, 30, 8 o'clock, something like that. Um, you came in for dinner and uh, you guys sat down there and went to place your order. And in the back of my mind, I thought, okay, you know, again, I don't know how serious this is or whatever's going on, but I'm just going to uh, go ahead and bring you guys in under something else. Because normally I put... Let me ask you, did it seem like I was there to beat somebody up? No. No. Anything different about where... No, it was, it was, I would call it a, no, and I would call it. That's what was funny about it. You sat in that corner because you knew there was a, there wasn't a camera there. I highly doubt you knew that there was a blind spot. I mean, it's like, I don't know. Think about that. And that's the whole thing is that's people jumping to conclusions. My wife was not wearing a wig. Yeah. Yeah. Like like there was some greater conspiracy going on. It's like, it's like, no, that was literally just. If you were to go to that length, you would have just caught him somewhere in dark alley. And why would you do it in a public place? Right. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to go in the bar and in retrospect. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, Can't even say it jokingly. Here, <laughs> yeah, these days, yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, so nothing seemed out of the ordinary um, as far as your, you know, what was going on with your interaction at the restaurant. Um, so I, I did ring in the everything under a different name, and I don't remember what I called it, but nothing tied to you, nothing that would somebody, you know, in the kitchen, sure. um, when they get their tickets, it says table number one, two, three, sure. or Carlos or Tommy or whatever. And, uh, so it came through as something nondescript like Enders or something because you guys were at the end of the bar. Sure. And it was brought to my attention shortly after, after you guys had eaten, or at least after you had your food. Um, I was told by another coworker, Liam Growl, who was um, on the in the trial as well. 
And he had said, hey, you know, just a heads up, Nathan came over and asked me, he was poking around the corner and he was asking me if uh, the couple at the end had got their food yet. And so I, I looked just to see, and it was, you guys were the only ones there. And I was like, well, yeah, they got their food. And he goes, okay, I just thought it was weird. He kept asking that question because he asked a couple times, I believe. Yeah. And he seemed pretty persistent. Well, I told my wife, I said, look, he's peeking around the corner. He kept doing it. Oh, can you see he, him? Yeah, he kind of like kept peeking around the yeah. corner, you know? I figured he wasn't. And I was like, yeah. this guy's going to try to start something, you know? Exactly, yeah. And so I, I was like, okay, we need to, you know, I'll keep that in the back of my mind just in case. And uh, the night went on for a uh, short period of time there. And sure enough, he, I don't know what was said or what he, you know, I guess he just got the balls to come up and come down at the end of the bar. And he, uh, he literally came between you and I or the bar and I, mm -hmm. and he was kind of, you know, trying to make it, in my opinion, he was making it seem like he was trying to be, you know, ask me a question quietly and mm -hmm. stay out of the limelight. And it's like, Hey man, if you walk all the way down to the end of the bar, not like it's a huge distance, but if yeah, you walk yeah. from over here all the way down to the end of the bar where you didn't even need to be to begin with to yeah. ask me for closing the restaurant early, in my opinion, that's, that's, excuse my language, it was kind of a bullshit question to be yeah, asking. Yeah. It was, or I should say, at least irrelevant yeah, sure. for, for that time. You know, sure. you could have waited. If you know you have a problem with this person, yeah. why would you walk yeah. all the way down there unless you wanted to start something? Yeah. You yeah. could have said, hey, you know what? I can see they don't have any food. Maybe they'll be gone in five minutes. Sure. I can ask him then. It was sure. not like a time sensitive thing yeah. to find out right yeah. now Sure. if we're closing the restaurant early. So yeah. Yeah. that was my take on that. Sure. Um, and then after everything happened with the whole water glass incident, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, Water yeah. splash game. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry, yes. Spl yeah, splash to confirm, game. yes. Splash game. Which I, I love that the, the DA's office was, was kept bringing So the, the, the there was a guy, let me stop you right there. Yeah. I, I think people have kind of heard some version of this sure. story yeah. a lot of times, you know, so let me interject. Yeah. There was a guy who literally said that I grabbed a glass and threw it at his head and it shattered on his head. I said, how'd you get that from this? From this, know? right, exactly. Yeah, that know? motion. Yeah, and I think he, Nathan, somebody sent me something where he posted that on his uh, social media a couple of days ago, talking about his witnesses. You know, well, why were those witnesses not called by the district attorney? How many witnesses then? did he end up having? Sorry to interrupt you, but no, 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 no there, okay. there's there, there was you none. guys were the prosecution. You were the prosecution's yes. witnesses. Yeah, and so yeah. we haven't talked about that as well. It was you and Liam and um, Darnell, or what was the guy's name? Oh, Ken. Cornelius and Cornelius. So yeah, there was Ken. So and they, they, but they were they were all the prosecution's witnesses. Right. You know? Which and not, I not a, the only witness we had was my wife Rebecca. Yeah. That's the one we called. And I thought uh, that's part of one thing I wanted to talk about too was the whole judicial process and the court process. Let's talk about that because I think yeah. everybody by now we, has heard the story. Exactly. Yeah. Um, unless you have a different take from anything people have already heard. No, you know, the one but, thing I did want to say, and I did want to try and sneak it in in court, and I don't think I was, if I remember correctly, I wasn't able to, but uh, my thing from the beginning was uh, approximately, would you say, you know, if I was Nathan behind the bar and you're sitting at the bar, we're sure. about the same distance apart. Sure. My argument the whole time was an any able-bodied person, if I wanted to hit you with something, yeah. I could easily do it. You yeah. wouldn't have missed him if you wanted to hit him. 100%. That was my thing from the beginning, and unfortunately, uh the one thing I do want to mention before we get right into the court thing was uh, I'd spoken with an officer from the police department, mm -hmm. and that was part of uh, the DA's thing was that I flipped my my testimony. Or I yeah, they, they testimony, try to get you on that. Right, you know. and make me look like a liar, which is pretty irritating. Sure. But uh, And to be honest, I don't even remember telling that officer that it was intentional because when I was reading it, when the – I say it – when uh, the DA's office gave me the uh, the transcript yeah. of, our, of our interview, or my interview – I thought, 
I definitely, I said I definitely, I said that's funny because I've been telling people all along that it was sure. it, to me and my. You know, I think sometimes cops have a way of asking questions right. where you sort of misunderstand a question. I've been there. I've yeah, been and there. I was, in, yeah. and also I was in the middle of work, so I was trying to wrap up and be quick. Sure. And sure. but uh, yeah, so I thought that was funny, and then unfortunately that gave them uh, them being the DA's office to yeah. kind of spin everything. But uh, how was yeah. your interaction with with the DA? Did you have interaction with Nolan Weber? Or I, the- I did. Yeah. So it was all uh, it was all via text and phone. For the first part of it, and the first time I actually met him in person was, I believe it was at the courthouse. Um, there was, it might have been on the second or third day of things, because there was a lot of delays. Sure. So I don't remember exactly. It was my first time there, and I met yeah. him, and uh, he seemed, you know, professional, very nice. Um, and so I was, I was pleased to see that. Unfortunately, when things carried on, I mean, I and I, I say this knowing he has a job to do, but yeah. as it carried on, it kind of. And I was told that I, I said it last time, you yeah. know, that Joseph Toliar. Mm-hmm. My attorney said, "Hey man, he just seems like a real nice guy right now. But watch, once yeah. they start trial, man, he's gonna be trying right. to bite you below the belt, and that's, yeah. real hard." You know? And no, no disrespect to Tolly or any other the great attorneys out there, but I mean, attorneys can be like that, and that's yep. part of their job. Yep. I feel like is to to give that front at least until sure. they have to go after absolutely. It, so. well, they they want to win exactly. Yeah, and I, I understand that, and you know, I, I don't. I try not to t- take things like that personally, but it was like, man, you. Yeah. Kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but yeah. So, uh, but anyways, yeah. So we can move forward to so trial. During the trial, <clears throat> what are some things that you noticed? What are some things that some thoughts maybe that went through your head that we weren't privy to? Because I guarantee you, I mean, yeah. you're trying to <clears throat> rehearse, right? Process, lack, and, lack yeah. of a better word mm-hmm. of what you're going to say. Yeah. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You want to be able to tell the accurate right. truth. You know, your, your your perception of it. Yeah, and and that was obviously get get the truth out because there was. Uh, what's the best way I'm gonna put it? Misinformation again. I come back to that. A lot of misinformation yeah. about what was what went on, and um, this one side is being told the loudest. And I think it was important that your side, and in my opinion, the truth of what actually happened gets out. And that was being masked or covered a little bit, if you will. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was interesting to see the court process in that way. I've I've been in court a couple times for um, other things. I was a law enforcement official, not a sworn peace officer, but I did have a, a job before where I had to go to court a couple times. Sure. Um, so I was vaguely familiar with it and it was cool to see it in that aspect live and be a part of it. But, um, I was a little disappointed with the way that the whole thing was going. I felt like there was no need for you to be there in that capacity. I didn't feel like we needed to be there in that capacity. And if anything, it should have been flipped around and there should have been blame pointed or not pointed, but being shifted towards, you know, the person that had a gun and was waving it around. You know, that, that's a question I got the most, hands down, yeah. over and over again. The question I got the most from people was, why the hell is he not getting charged? And, right, you and know? that's... And, and I could never answer that. I've so had you know, a lot of people know. ask me that as well, and yeah. I, I don't have an answer either. It baffles me. I'm sure we're all in the same boat. But it sort of leads us to what we've been talking about, that it might be a political deal, right? It might be a hit. I would... Absolutely. Coming from the yeah. DA's office via somebody via somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. And you said it right away. Like, I would say, yeah. I, don't, yeah. Yeah, I think, it's I, I think when he was the first person I called, you know, after the, the incident, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we knew that was going to be a hit. It was coming. Yeah. Well, it was going to be an easy, yeah. uh, you know, attack for them. It was low hanging fruit at that point, you know. Yeah. But, and now, uh, go, going towards from Splashgate, you know, <laughs> which I was actually absolved of that, you know, yeah. that, that yeah. kind of went away. Now we're talking about towards what happened at the back of the restaurant, right. you know, which. Yeah. To me, is a more incriminating part. If, if you're just watching the video, you have no other context. No three people walking up on on one, which 
I explained that from the beginning, and my story never changed. So it's, it's first. I understand your frustration because mm-hmm. my biggest frustration was people saying online, "Oh, Carlos keeps changing the story." I said, "I yeah. never once changed my story. I've told the same story every single time, which right. is the only way I saw it." You know, and I'm in that same position now. Where it's, it's, it's me going like, there oh, to flip my to, story, and I wasn't yeah. going there to help Liz and Chris. I was going there to help them in the sense that I was. I should say I wasn't going there to help them beat somebody right. up. I was going there to help them not being de-escalate bigger trouble than, yeah. than they could have been you know and the first thing I said to my wife when I came back to the car I was like glad I went because that could have really been a shit show you oh, know? Yeah. that could have gotten yeah. really, really really bad you right. know um, for whatever had transpired between the time that I left the restaurant and came back uh, to the back mm. you know yeah it could have really really went bad oh absolutely I mean, Chris had that tank Sure. Oh, yeah. Pinkney was real close to his gun. I mean, it could have really went yeah. bad had you not been there. And, and if you watch the video, killed. here's what we were up against, though. You said it. There was a lot of misinformation mm-hmm. being pumped out there really loudly and really often. We were up against We were up against uh, a side that had already put the video out with their own narration. And that was being shared everywhere. People saw that. Yeah. you know. And In I remember when, ways. when the first police report came out, not, not not the actual report, but when their Facebook, their their what do you call it? Their public, it's uh, a uh, public, public statement. You yes, know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Their PSA. Yeah, came out. I was so relieved. I was like, oh, finally! I go, finally! They they got it. Law enforcement right. got it right. You know, and I was really pleased. I said, man, the cops saw it for what it was. You know, the report was was correct. Everything was seemed clear. Seemed, yeah. There was a couple things that were off, but but it didn't change anything one way or the other. You know, right. what I mean, um. But then it seems like after that, the DA kind of ramped it up. Where they're like, "All right, you know." But you, well, you remember the article, the Sacramento, the, was, or the was. LA I, Times was yeah. up, and they I were trying to make it book. into this big racial deal. How and all of a sudden, why would they follow that, that? I know that's what I was confused. I thought it was a load it ha- at first, which makes then. it makes it to me political. 100%. Oh yeah, it's oh, because of red, white, and blue percent. Yeah, there was nowhere in that police report that. The investigating officer said, "Hey, I think there should be charges here. Right, no. right. I recommend charges." They said, "No, absolutely not." You know, it, yeah. And I think they were baffled. And I have friends at RPD who are like, "Dude, we do not understand what the hell just happened." Like, well, I, I have a friend, you know, sorry, who's been in law enforcement thirty years. You said, "Dude, in my thirty years of law enforcement, I've never seen any bullshit like this." You know, and I and I talked to DA investigators. I've said before that have said they've never seen the DA take up a case when law enforcement recommends that they yeah. don't unless a supervisor or sure. somebody in pretty high place asks them to do so. There's yeah, something it was else such a waste so now, resource. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I know, get, stay with the details, but that's the overarching thing that everybody's so yeah. inflamed about. Right. I mean, that's half a million dollars. Just, and this is why we're going to get rid of this blown. DA. Yeah. We have For to get rid what? of this DA. To make, to, sure. to make sure you learn your lesson not to disturb the peace, which was false sure. anyway. I mean, it's yeah. a waste of time. Now, people watching this who are not on our side might say, well, you know what, these guys are bitching, but a jury of your peers found you guilty. 12 people found you guilty. So this is why we're so baffled, because I'm like, dude, what did they see that we didn't? That sure. You know? yeah. And vice versa. You know, yeah. like, well, What are they not seeing here? You know, Because there was something, and we go back to what we said last time. The jury kind of got tampered with, in my opinion. I think something, something, somebody got to them, they read something. There's no way that they went from a 11-1 or 10-2 favoring us to all of a sudden flipping, you know, yeah, when they came they back for the COVID break. Swing. Yeah, they, they came back Obviously. two weeks later after somebody had COVID, and all of a sudden they changed their mind. So how did that happen? Yeah, You There's read something, somebody got there in the media, you yeah. know, and, and maybe that might have been influencing people because just the way that headlines and, and stories and, mm-hmm. and articles get, 
you know, wrote. It's just, it seemed like, you know, maybe, maybe that might've been an influence. Yeah. Well, and the juror, a juror did get removed on the second to last day there was, because there, there he was, wouldn't move his position of not guilty so yeah and, I mean, and, I never and heard he, that. well, he, he also right. made the mistake of saying of using the words jury nullification oh. you know he did say he goes well what about jury nullification you know where to me and let's be honest jury nullification is at the bedrock of our democracy of our freedom yeah. you know it, it really is because i should be able to say hey, you know what Maybe Tommy Carroll broke the law, but he should be punished for it. He didn't hurt anybody. There, there was no victim. You know, it's right. a victimless crime. No, nothing happened. You know, so common sense needs to be invoked here into right. the law, where often it's not. And so how we end up with people like me being guilty of a crime and being on probation for years because people said, you know what? Well, he was driving thirty six and thirty five. You know, yeah. And that broke juror the law. said this yeah. was all political. You know? Yeah, and he was telling the truth. And oh, the rest we of don't the want jurors, him to get him. Yeah, yeah we better get, get him rid out of that guy. And obviously, yeah. obviously, this was an intimidation factor. You know, I mean, they're, they're going after. You, they're going after well, Alyssa. Well, what, what they're saying to people is, they're okay, trying to watch, send the we message. got Carl Sabata, right. we can get you too. You know, which we'll is ironic. Everybody. They're not just trying to take the momentum out of a movement by taking out someone who's in one of the head you know, leaders of the movement, but they're also sending a message out to everybody mm -hmm. else saying, hey, Stay we're coming after your ass Don't next. Don't try this, yeah. Exactly. I, I was just going to say it's ironic that you had said that. There's two things I want to say, but first of all, because uh, I was asked during the trial, it was one of the last questions um, by Nolan Weber. He, he said, have you been contacted by anybody else outside on he, – he didn't say Carl Zapata's side, but essentially it would be that. Sure. And I said, yeah. You know, he kind of asked briefly about that. And then he said, have you been uh, – Have you know, have you felt threatened or, uh, you know, pressured by, you know, by anyone? On, <laughs> I, was, I, I think I almost laughed. Yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. Where, where's this? You're trying, obviously, I see where you're going with this. I was like, no, just, just, just stop. They try to take you down a road. They do. 100%, yeah. This yeah. is the information that I want to take you down. Yeah. And they try to keep you on that And road, as long as they can you know? keep you there and, and get little bits here and there where they can spin it their way. But, so in uh, order for the jury to get to the conclusion that they came to, yeah. they had to disbelieve every single witness, including Cornelius. Well, that's what right. the DA yeah. told him to do. He told him to disbelieve him yeah, they, in his they, closing yeah, argument. Absolutely. He and, and you want to talk a little bit about the closing arguments too, right? Yeah, and I... I I wish I I would have watched the full thing. I haven't had an opportunity to yet, but I I, I had watched uh, parts parts of it, um, mostly of where he more or less called me a liar, which frustrated me. And again, I know that's his job, but it was like uh, I just magically yeah, why call me as a witness. You were there. We yeah. didn't call you as a witness. Yeah. You and were there a witness. Yeah. So and yeah. that's that's, that's the what a bitch thing. called you. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. And there was no. And I was told, and I could be incorrect on this, but. Uh, there was typically, you know, I feel like you prep witnesses, correct? Or you at least, you kind of walk through the phases. And we were simply uh, called and there was not great communication as far as, I'd like to add that, there was not great communication as far as when we would be needed or if we weren't needed. And a lot of us uh, ended up showing up there, waiting around. And I know it's, the court process is very complicated, but um, there was a lot going on and a lot of us were, that was why a lot of us, us being the witnesses, were frustrated because it was like, well, hey, we've, you know, we showed up here. And then you don't communicate with us. We don't hear from you. And it's that was just a whole thing. But uh, it was just, and I thought it was weird that we were called by as witnesses by the prosecution. And I guess that would be to that way we're we're there and they can. I don't want to say in their control, but they have control over what we're ready for and whatnot. Versus if the defense calls us, we can go through this list of what's going on. 100%. What a mess! I could be wrong, look, at, but, look at all the people affected by splashed water and one punch. Yeah, yeah. And I still have to go just go back to that. I mean, how? Off, are we? This is this is where our priority. Well, we're gonna it, it makes it a scary place to live. That place, I don't mean geographic place. I mean just a cultural place to live, where 
we have to walk scared. Right. You know, where now if somebody bumps into me, somebody grabs my wife, somebody says something to my wife that's offensive, something. Yeah. I'm scared to do anything. Yeah, God now, forbid you, know? you retaliate. I mean, or stand my up for nuts yourself. are cut. You yeah. know, which sucks. It's no way to live. No, no way we should live. No, uh, but that's what we've gone through now. And I, I got to tell you, since this incident, I've thought so many times, like, man, what what happens if I actually get get into a situation where I have to defend myself? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to be able to? You know, well, especially or or, or am I going to fear the repercussions of the law? <clears throat> it depends you know? on where you sit so. politically. Obviously, that's been yeah. proven. That's the that, problem. That, that, with that, that culture can change with the DA change, though. Right. Yeah. You know, Carlos, I'm going to tell you straight up: if someone was getting murdered on the same freaking street and you jaywalked across that street, dude, your ass is coming down. Oh, you jaywalked. We're going to have a jury oh. trial, bud, to, we, make, we didn't to find sorry, out sorry. if you jaywalked yeah. or not. <laughs> sure. Now, now, why would I have chosen to go to trials? Because I was innocent. I am innocent. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here an innocent man. Yeah. As I see it, and as most people that were there, everybody that was there sees it. So I was offered an infraction. I could have walked away from the scene for like 250 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. and, and never got a trial. And in retrospect, now I should, probably should have done that. Well, know, yeah, but, but you know, good you on you at with, the same time. But, but it came down to the up. fact that I knew I was innocent. Right. I knew right. I could maintain my son, and I thought it'd get proven, you know. Well, they were uh, asking you to say you were guilty. When you knew you were innocent. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And I, I didn't want And they can hang that over And we later. talked about this at length where I said, you know what? I'm not going to give them anything. Yeah. Right. And the why. optics of that, because the whole thing was for optics. Now sure. they can say, look, there's an assault charge. Oh, they, right. they leave it so open, right? Yeah. Carlos was on trial and da, da, da. And now red, white, and blueprints, everybody's that, violent now. That's mm-hmm. a double-edged that's, sword, you know, though. That's, it's all yeah. about the so, optics. So if you would have admitted that, then they could have just, the, you know, the optics would have been terrible. So where do we go from it's here like, having people like this in our society, you know? I mean, uh, unfortunately, society is just the place now where those people are allowed, I shouldn't say, they, they have more of a platform where they can speak out, which mm-hmm. freedom of speech all the way, absolutely. But these people are allowed this platform where they can speak, and now they think they can just do whatever they want, essentially. In fortunate cases like this, yep. people are allowed to get off basically scot-free with things. But people are starting to put some pressure on, right, where people like that aren't going to be let into bars or restaurants right. or people are going to say, you know, I don't yeah. want that liability. You know, I don't want that person yeah. sitting in my bar. You and know? I, I did want to ask one thing. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but um, it was only brought to my attention in your video. Last Was it last year he was arrested or cited for having some he firearms was. charge or something? He, he was. I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah, he was. He illegally transported a firearm. That, okay, and the person that let him off the hook was Long Weber. You know, so and and yeah. gosh, I am so glad in that episode too. It really they nailed it because yeah. you see that disgusting picture of him holding the trophy. Yeah, yeah. After the this child. debacle of a case that he didn't even really win, and, a, and yeah. then they gets an award. Yeah, exactly. I, the shame that I yeah. would have felt. You know, I'm like, where I would be embarrassed. Happening? Yeah. He, yeah, he's, like, he's a shameless he's, individual. You know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I like to respect people yeah. based on the jobs that they do. Um, I understand it's a very important job to be a WDA, yeah. right? But you have to have, have that job with integrity. Hold it with integrity. Absolutely. You know? yeah. It's sacred. I mean, in people's position, lives yeah. are in your in your hands, yeah. Yeah. you know? And for you to, to do what you did here, you know, I'm not going to forget that ever. No. Well, you know? and then to award a guy, is there no other cases going on? Is there no other crimes we that nothing need, better you know, to people do that, that, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, really? Yeah. That's what we're going to put on a pedestal to award the guy for? Which would, sure, it, no. you know, anyone that's looking at this objectively yeah. would have to say it was probably politically motivated, right? And then now, and it was over what? And now he got an award? Yeah. It's just Absolutely. all. Well, this is why my new fight now is like, hey, we have to remove this DA, you mm-hmm. know? And her staff. I mean, you know, her underlings. You know, people, you're just as bad. If your right. boss tells you to do something, you know it's morally incorrect, morally bad. Yep. 
you got to go against it. Or you should take the high job. road. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or whatever you want to call it. But yeah. yeah. As back. horrible as this is, I think that, you know, um, the on the positive side of it is is that it exposed a lot of this corruption, yeah. you know, that yeah. might not have been exposed, you know, without you taking one for the team, you know. So as bad as, as negative as this whole thing was and as draining as it was, you know, it, it shed mm. light on, yeah. you know, corruption. And people are starting to pay attention. Yeah. And these guys yeah. have been getting away with just doing whatever they want for, for so yeah. long because nobody was paying attention. And now people are saying, you know what, this is insane. Yeah, This is just... This is absolutely well. It, it's kind of flipped, right? To where we grew up thinking that defense attorneys were the real scumbags, you know, the dirt balls, right? Where now I'm like, shit, man. They're on both sides, or yeah. And now I'm thankful for good defense attorneys, you know, because yeah, right, I yeah. see what the laws become. Yeah, oh, there's bad DAs out there. Sure. And this was just kind of a perfect storm, right? Mm-hmm. Between the politics of of us trying to get control of our county, and at the same time, all the all the racial tensions. Mm-hmm. in america and and man the media just looking to sensationalize anything so i mean they the blm activists you know, LA. notice the, the articles all the articles that were written were what were militia member versus blm yeah. activist yeah, right. you know yeah oh yeah they want to they want to <laughs> yeah. paint the picture it's and it's so oh, bad it's white so supremacist yeah. carlos zapata yeah. yeah you know oh god BLM the, the peruvian white supremacist yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no but I, I actually read this the other day that's where a, people were writing well he doesn't have to be white to be a white supremacist oh no. yeah that's a whole you thing and larry elder right i was yeah. about to say yeah, yeah. Larry elder know, is right? what but the, here you know the only race baiter in this whole thing is nathan he said right as soon as he said a black man cannot get any justice in shasta county yeah the da went that Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. And I just and and I just and Nathan is the he's the epitome of all the worst parts of our society. He's just a loser. Can't keep a job. I mean, he all he does is go around causing. It, it seems like there's always uh, trouble. Yeah, he's well, just just a scumbag. Rap yeah. songs are just every other word is you know f Carlos. I'm like. Yeah, talk about a wife and, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, you, you know, you know what my son said. My, my, my son yeah. said it best. My sixteen now sixteen year old son. Heard that and it goes, those are fatherless words. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, that's, a, that's, that's something that somebody that never had a daddy says. That's a very you know? in-depth. I was like, it is, man. Fatherless yeah. words. Never, never, yeah. never got the spankings so, he needed yeah. yep. when he was little. Something like never that. And then daddy. he's just trying, now he's just trying to entice, right? Let's make it clear. Sure. This is his only, and his life his sucks, only right? I mean, his life sucks. Yeah. Why would you want to stay in a town like this where you're always looking over your shoulder? You're, somebody said that to me. Because that's it. That's what he's identifying with. It's negative, right? But the only thing that he has a platform is because of the platform you have, right? Yeah. right? And, so and then he's just trying to latch the worst on people, to you to the people that get behind it. Right? The worst yeah. people, the ones like cheerleading them on, yeah. where where yeah. they're like, yeah, good job, man. Yeah, yeah, we're with you. Those people don't give no, a shit not. about them. No, 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 it's entertainment. Like like Chamberlain's yeah, inviting him over for no, Christmas. No, 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 no. And then you see the people when you actually meet them that are making the comments. I'm like, oh my, what a waste of time. The one guy, this buddy that you know was trying to give you the papers, and I looked, I thought it was a homeless dude coming up for panhandling, and he's serving Nathan's papers i'm like what is happening right now you know i'm like no i'm not carlos but thanks for the compliment (laughs) i think that's something you'll never understand though you know because like you're like from our perspective it's hard to understand like why do people cut themselves up you know what i mean and do like weird stuff like that we're never going to understand that why people self-mutilate and self-destruct and sabotage you know their own life and stuff maybe they just love the drama he's imploding right now i mean he is absolutely imploding i think it's gonna fall yeah it's gonna fall apart so yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's you can only ride this this kind of away for so long i think before it completely falls apart because it's not 
It's not productive to begin with. Happy people so, don't do what he's doing. Not exactly. Healthy. It's not healthy. It's not. I don't wake up yeah. in the morning going, how can I fuck with somebody? Yeah, how can I ruin what, someone's life? It's a place to yeah. be. Yeah, Dude, it's real dark. No. Yeah. It's not what sustainable. You need to do to get through the day, make your life yeah. better. You know? And that's and that's one briefly one thing I want to say is that I, I just try and I go to work. Do, you know, I work a couple different jobs, but I try to go to work, just do my thing, be a productive member of society, and do right by other people. And unfortunately, there's people out there like him that bring people like us into their shit and it's yeah. just we just get wrapped up in it and, and they like, think that we're always yeah. thinking about them and i'm like no Dude, i don't no. Man. we're trying to figure out like, how to support our families yeah. our friends 100 yeah. pay our yeah. bills yeah. and have fun and whatever and, and americans just, yeah it'd be exactly 100%. have our friends and, and now side note you're a big gun guy yes right tell me about that are you a do you shoot every week yeah um not anymore i'm unfortunately I'm too busy i would i would love to but I and ammo costs to. too much yeah, yeah let's not <laughs> no no yeah let's not sleep on that yeah, yeah, no yeah. that is totally true yeah, yeah. um but uh yeah I, I grew up shooting i i started shooting probably when i was i don't know four or five you know awesome. with with assistance but yeah. um, i've been shooting all my life and uh I would like to shoot more often, but I still do. It's a you know, it's a For skill sure. that you have to. It's a perishable skill, so you need Perishable. to stay up on Absolutely. it. But uh, mm-hmm. so I do shoot when I can. How'd you grow up here in Reading? I did. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in Northern Idaho, but I did grow up here. Nice. So, um, oh man, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Second Amendment and firearms are always a hot topic, and it's always under fire. No pun intended. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's crappy to see that something like that has to. It's demonized, okay, and right. it's and on that note, uh, you know. I feel like if if I was in that position where I had, and I I, I don't currently, but I did have my CCW, mm. um, especially at that time I did. But if I if Nathan I had, was unclear whether he had one or not. By the that, way, that's <laughs> what I said. Someone had asked, so he did. He lied, he lied to the police about. Okay. No, he did because that's know. what something a lot of people asked me. They said, "Well, does he have a CCW?" And I said, "Honestly, I don't know." Yeah. And I, I, I doubted he did, but uh, based off things he had said and obviously done, but I doubted he did. But, uh, you know, even if I were to do that as myself and wait, you know, pull out a gun at work, yeah. loaded, and wave it around, point it at my coworkers or customers or whoever, or make threats, where the hell, yeah, where the hell would I be at? I'd be in prison right now. For sure. And it's like, it, the double standard is what kills me, but. It's a huge double standard. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. But, yeah. yeah. Tommy, it was great to have you, man. Yeah, Thanks for coming cool. on. <laughs> Thank and you. Appreciate it. We'll have you on again, man. It'd be, it'd yeah. be fun. I mean, yeah, it's a good time. Obviously, you have a lot to say. And yeah, and I'd be, yeah. I mean, I have a, love, a lot to say for sure. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, whenever. One of the best bartenders in the North State, too. I can't say he's the best because my bartenders will crucify me. That's understandable. You could say best in writing. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah, best in writing. Okay. Sure. All right. Right on, guys. Thank you. Good. Thank Appreciate you. Yeah. Carlos, don't jaywalk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would take my ears off. See how I sweat. Yeah, you did.